Hey folks, you're listening to Sit Down Stand Ups. I'm Ari Azizian and I've got an awesome show for you today. Talking to the one and only Darren Carter, the party starter. Before we get into the show, I just wanted to say thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Sit Down with Stand Ups. Just go to the Purple Podcast app on iTunes, type in Sit Down with Stand Ups, and hit the subscribe button to receive the latest episode right when it goes up. All right, my guest today is a great comedian. He's been on The Tonight Show, Comedy Central, BET, and Showtime. He has a great new album out called Stay at Home Stripper, and it's a great album. You can buy it on iTunes. It's hilarious. Definitely check it out. And check out his website, DarrenCarter.com, to see when he's performing near you. Also, he's one of my favorite guys to follow on Instagram. He posts really funny jokes and pictures all the time. Just search for official Darren Carter on Instagram, all one word, and uh, follow him. Great stuff. We met at a Western Bagel coffee shop up in Burbank, and uh, this whole episode is recorded in a coffee shop, so if you hear some stuff, some cups and mugs clinking in the background, just want to let you know, you know, we were enjoying some coffee. Anyways, here's my talk with the great Darren Carter. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Ah, nice hot coffee. That's right. <laughs> Do you, are you a stand-up? I started. Yeah. You started. That's I, good. I don't That's consider good. Consider myself one yet, but I'm just like no, no, trying no. no I, it. It's okay. It's funny because I'm new. I'm new to. Um, I joined. I started boxing a month ago. So I'm. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would feel really uh yeah i know like if some boxer is like hey you're a boxer well no i <laughs> i do the exercises i no i'm not a boxer right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah maybe from your perspective like i'm like you're a comedian you're like uh looking at me like well i mean i mean i do comedy I'm yeah. Not, right? yeah, I but do you're a comedian once you start doing comedy you're a comedian <laughs> you know? yeah i guess not yeah once you start boxing you're not really a boxer you're just a guy who boxes <laughs> <laughs> you're a guy who gets hit <laughs> yeah who likes to wear headgear and sweat? <laughs> Have you ever boxed before? No, I want to though. My buddy like does training, and he's oh. like, "Come, it's like five in the morning." I'm like, "I'd love to." Can't make five in the morning. I know. Why does it have to be so early? Like, right. why, why are these guys like? Because yeah, the the first two weeks, the guy the guy that I was training with was like, "All right, man, I'll see you at there ten thirty. and I'm like, "All right," and then then I found out I could also show up at eleven thirty. Now I'm like. You know, just that extra hour of is really a lot. I mean, you know. Then today I was like, I think I got there at noon. I'm yep. like, it, it's still I'm still getting a great workout. Yeah, it's like the workout's different because I'm there at noon compared right. to like 10:30. But exactly, it's very uh, it's very intimidating. It's hard to, I, I don't yeah. know what's a good time to fight, but like yeah. 5 a.m. is yeah. really rough. <laughs> I know you're like, yeah. How about how about 1 a.m. after a couple of shots yeah, of tequila? <laughs> no, I'm good to go. No. Let's box all night. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you start in the Bay Area too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first, you know, my very first start was Fresno. Okay. Now that's just because I grew up there. It wasn't like, you know, I left like Brooklyn, New York, and I'm going to Fresno. (laughs) That's where the hotbed of stand-up is. That's where all the great writers come out of. William Saroyan. No. So you grew up in Fresno? Grew up in Fresno. Then I got my start. Like, I left Fresno to go to the Bay Area. And and my first gig, you know, like paid gig was... uh, I worked at Marriott's Great America is what it was called back then. It was a theme park. They they, they hired, they wanted comedians oh, okay. to, you know, well, I was the only comedian there, but like they wanted people to entertain people in line for roller coasters and, oh, awesome. you know, different shows they had, you know, and, but the other guys had the advantage of like, you know, like fire breathing and juggling and right. I had none, none of that. So <laughs> I would just, 
you know, and this is pre, you know, cell phones. So people would literally be in line waiting a half hour, just, you know, bored. Right. So their, their idea was like, we'll, we'll get a thing called atmosphere. Or we'll have a comedian walk up and be like, Hey guys, you know, and start doing their act. How was that? Was that fun? Uh, it was really weird. It was yeah. awkward, man. And uh, <laughs> a lot of times I didn't know I was a comedian, you know? Right. So it's weird. Like you're standing in line. Imagine this is 1990. Yeah. You're standing in line. It's the hot sun. And, he, and here comes a, uh, you know, a young Darren Carter <laughs> under the age of 21 <laughs> who's just like, oh, no. well, blows me down. I couldn't be hipper. Shiver me timbers of a Chippendale stripper. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Great America. I mean, you know, <laughs> Kermit the Frog, I'm covered in green. Just rapping yeah. and beatboxing. And, and they were just like, uh, what is this? <laughs> this is That's like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then plus out at that age, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, hot girls, you right, know, and yeah. so I'm like, well, these are like my peers, you know, so it's very embarrassing to walk up to a, you know, now I would just be like, whatever, you know, I'm twice your age or whatever. But like at that, at that time, you know, I don't know how old you are, but imagine just walking up to a group of like college girls right. and like just, hey, I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's really Where are you guys weird. from? Hey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, not interested, you know. <laughs> not, so then the, my manager at the time, manager of the park, I should say, not my comedy manager. He's like, you know what we need to do? We need to get you a uniform, some sort of costume so they know that you're... And I'm like, oh, crap, why oh, did I say man. anything? So then they got me, like, you know, blue bell-bottom polyester pants and, like, a crazy bow tie that lit up and, <laughs> you know, a white dress shirt with a vest and a crazy corny hat. And back then I was like, I don't want to mess up my hair. I'm not <laughs> wearing that hat. So I, I, I think I was able to get away without wearing the hat, but... Everything else, the bell bottoms, right. the bow tie was like. That's so funny. Like, what? What do comedians wear? And they like came up with yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just corny. Like it was a, it was so bad. But but at night I get to go out and I, you know, I go up to San Francisco and go to the Punchline and go to these other oh, clubs awesome. and yeah. work with great comedians, see great comedians. You know, getting, you know, do the, the the these grimy clubs in the East Bay and and you know started doing some of the rooms in Oakland. You know, and totally, just, yeah, it was awesome. Did you ever do a Rooster Teeth Feathers up mm-hmm. there? Yeah. That's a fun place. Yeah, but no, I work it now as a headliner, and I go there all a lot, and I and I and I've built up uh, a nice fan base there. Yeah. As an opening act in the '90s, it was very hard. Like in the early '90s, like ni- we're talking 1990, 91, 92. Um, I was really young, and and my material was younger. And then at that part of the of the world, it was a lot of like engineers and like the whole right. Silicon Valley. So. Yeah, I wasn't really. I was. I did better in San Jose. Okay. You know, where, where I could just do my crazy dance moves and you know voices you know right. talking about growing up in fresno what's up rooster <laughs> that stuff didn't do as well like because it was an older crowd at roosters right. you know two feathers right you know. exactly yeah. are you from the bay area or something, i went to college there for four years oh so wow then i yeah. kind of started trying it out there for mm. a year or two and it's just yeah. such a fun place to like start yeah, yeah it's totally fun now maybe yeah just it just it's just back then it was uh it was just hard, though, I think, like harder. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of the, there were certain clubs that for me that were harder, like, mm. you know, like. Was Cobbs like? Cobbs was easier. Yeah. Like, 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 like club, like what was harder was like, I don't know, like that, that Tommy Bahama wearing kind of right. like clientele, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. that, that, uh, you know, we're in our 50s and we they're just, that was like entertained or something. Yeah. Like. They're older. They're just, and then that, that, cause at that time I didn't have a lot of life experience. Mm-hmm. It was more like, what if, you know, it was all, what if this, what if that, what if Popeye was a stripper, you know, or whatever I just <laughs> right, did. Right, yeah. What if, you know, Pee Wee Herman was on, you know, whatever. It just, it was just, you know, stuff like that. So that wasn't really the cup of tea for that older cigar yeah. chomping, golfing, you know, 
middle-aged, about ready to retire, you know, news talk radio listener. Right, exactly. <laughs> and that was that was the one of the clubs in Fresno was like that. The, the owner was a, um, the owner of the the first club I ever worked in Fresno was also a uh, uh, talk show host on on an AM radio station. So a lot oh, of his wow. audience would come out. Yeah. And that was that was tough, man. When you're, you know, twenty two years old and right, you know, you're trying to do Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just looking at you like, what? You're loud. <laughs> yeah. Did you start with a lot of impressions at first? I did. In the beginning, That's yeah. How I it was a, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you, who do you do? I do like Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, let me hear some Jerry's. Jerry Seinfeld. Let me hear, let me hear a horrible Jerry I scream for ice cream. You scream for ice cream. What are we all screaming about? Yeah. I mean, you got your ice cream. Just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah. 10 times louder. I don't want to like. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Annoy the people. Yeah, We're in a coffee shop, by the way. He's a series that. called uh, Comedians in Cards Getting Coffee. We yeah. are. We're comedians in a, <laughs> a coffee shop getting coffee <laughs> in Burbank. <laughs> What's the deal with Burbank? <laughs> mm-hmm. Thing I don't like about doing impressions, I would say, is um, if that person goes out of fashion, then you're kind of, you know, like, what if you do, a, like I said, Pee Wee Herman earlier. I used right. to call into the radio stations and do Pee Wee Herman, and then it's like, you know, then there's a, then there's a, a shift of like, when do you stop doing that impression? You right, know, yeah. so like. You know, has that happened to you yet? Like we. Oh, are t- I mean, I'm, my first one was Jerry Seinfeld, so <laughs> that's dated like 20 years already. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's hard because like, I feel like you got to k- keep trying to like yeah. find stuff that people haven't done already. Like, yeah, I try to do like Aziz Ansari. How's he like, talk? Yeah, you could do that because he has like a southern kind of yelling. Kinda yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can find myself Aziz. Like it's a lot yeah. of like. Okay, all right, here we go. Like, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Snoop, maybe, actually. Yeah. Just a louder Snoop. I could picture that because I saw this comedian somewhere. I forget where I saw him. And I remember thinking, like, wow, this guy sounds like Aziz Ansari. So I know that it can be done, that duplication. Right, yeah. I feel like a lot of people now when I go to, like, open mics, they have that same cadence. Like, wow. A like, lot of the, like, Bill Burr, Aziz, like, yeah. the top guys right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when they would people do David Tell all the time, yeah. you know. And then I remember when I started, a lot of the guys were doing Steve Martin. Oh like yeah, that style of like I'm a crazy guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. The thing with impressions for me, anyways, I don't know if you've ever had it, but like, it goes over usually pretty well because people like whoever you're impersonating. Yeah. What so if you did impressions of people? People didn't like. Hate, yeah. <laughs> well, they might like. They might. <laughs> I mean, right. they might like it because if you could Saddam Hussein, everybody yeah, yeah. just like something terrible. Yeah, you could make fun because I'm sure like not everybody likes Donald Trump, but I'm sure. Right. So I'm sure if you did that, and then they'd laugh at the fact that you're, you know. But I'm saying, you know, someone that's even he is like loved and hated or right. whatever. But someone like just someone just 99 percent of the people are like, <laughs> why are you even doing that? <laughs> I do impressions of people no one really cares about or doesn't like. You know, and like, here's a uh, Lorena Bobbitt. And yeah, <laughs> just goes yeah, horrible. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like like sometimes like because most people like are like oh okay like you know like I like this guy he's impersonating so I feel like it's hard to separate that and then just yeah. stand alone on your stand up alone. Yeah, because you'll see that you'll get okay laughs on your stand up and then big laughs on your impression. Right, yeah. So it's like, you know, either save it to the end, you know, I'd say maybe, or or sprinkle it in here and there, or um, you know, uh, yeah, you don't want to like. You know, because if, if you, like I used to end on Bill Clinton speaking hip-hop. That's awesome. And I'd get standing ovations, and it was awesome yeah. to do that, to get that feeling. And, you know, I would do it on BET, and, they'd, you know, they, I'd do my set, and then I knew, like, no matter what happens, at the end, I can do, hey, wouldn't it be great if Bill Clinton, you know, and then yeah. I know I'm going to get that big, you know. So, 
And it was, and it, what sucks is I didn't know I could impersonate him until like his last year in office. Oh yeah. So I had like seven years of wasted or whatever. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize I could do it till his last year, right. and I kept doing it well into George Bush's second term. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and and the, and the idea was um, the way I would do the joke is I'd say something like, like I'd go, uh, um, oh, when Bill Clinton leaves office, I bet you he's gonna keep coming around the White House. Like when people graduate high school right. and they drive around, they cruise around at lunchtime. And I'll be like, Bill Clinton would be like, sup, 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 I'm back, biatch. Big ups to my boo, Hillary, that's my baby's mama. Hillary's got my back, and Monica's got my front. You know, and, and I would add add more to that, but right. it would be like, whatever the hot song was, I'd plug in the hot song. Yeah. Like, remember that song goes, can I get a what, what? Yeah. So I'd be like, can I bust a nut, nut? <laughs> From the windows to the walls till sweat runs down my... So it's already funny, but it's like that sort of thing. Right, but, yeah. But then you got to, you know, I, w- I realize like, I don't want to, you don't want to be known as, like when people see you, you don't want them going, Jerry Seinfeld, what's right. up, man? Exactly, you know, yeah. or they'd, they'd see me and they'd be like, hey, what's up, Bill Clinton? How are you, sir? And I'm like, you know, like, hey. I heard somewhere, yeah. Jonathan Winters, I think you might have told like Robin Williams or something like that. He was, somebody was asking like about advice for impressions. And he was like, listen, all those guys you do impressions of, that's great. But he's like, they're famous. Like. They already have their yeah. thing. Like, try to do your own voice or come up with your own characters and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the totally. Oh, Robin Williams said, I'll think about that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so do it myself. Don't do it to somebody else. Oh, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Thank you, boss. Thank you, boss. Thank you, boss. Thank you. Yeah. That's uh, a really funny thing to say. Doing a podcast here in a coffee shop. Comedians in cars getting coffee. We don't have a car, we have a bus. Comedians on Uber doing coffee. We should do our own thing. Comedians in cars getting pussy. Can we say that? Pet shop. That was wild. Did you like? Did you always know you wanted to be a stand-up, or did you just know you wanted to like entertain when you were a kid, or did you do these voices like while watching cartoons and stuff? Yeah, well, you know, I could do some of those voices, and then I, I remember I would. Um, I would, uh, you know, people, you know, the other kids would laugh and be like, that's pretty funny. Do that again. Do that voice for this person, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> I remember my buddy and I, uh, I wish I could find him. Um, we would make these, uh, we used to listen to like Cheech and Chong. I used to listen, I used to listen a lot to, to, to comedy. Like yeah. a lot of kids, you know, now grow up watching, you know, video, but we had a really right. strict parents. So I couldn't really sit in the living room and watch like, you know, Showtime or whatever. Right, so, yeah. So I'd be in my back bedroom listening to like these these um, you know Doctor Demento show. He oh, played like awesome, funny yeah. songs. They play stand up on on uh, on, on uh, actually speaking of AM radio, this AM station would play like one hour of stand up every Saturday. Um, so I'd hear a lot of comedians. I forget the name of that show, but it was uh, whatever. There was these shows that um, I would listen to. So and so my buddy and I, his name was Lewis. We would tr- you know I would make a tape. Yeah. And he would make a tape, and then we'd exchange tapes. So oh, we'd try to make awesome. our own little comedy tapes. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, listen to this, and he'd listen to mine. And I'd you know, my my idea was sort of like being in the the tape. You know, like I would be like, like, hello, Lewis. I'm in your room. <laughs> I'm over here behind the lamp. Because <laughs> I always figured there'd be a lamp in someone's right, room. Yeah. No, not that lamp. The other one. Just kidding. I'm behind this lamp, but you can't see me because now I'm so little or whatever. <laughs> I, I remember doing something weird like that, right? So. I, there was this girl in high school, in, uh, in junior high. Um, I had a Van Halen tape that I uh, oh, awesome. dubbed. I dubbed it. It wasn't like the real one. So, right. so, so I go, yeah. Let me give you. Let me give you this 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 Van Halen tape. And yeah. she wanted to borrow it. And so I go home. And I, and I go home to to um, 
to work on my uh, the rest of my tape with Lewis, and I hit play to see where I re- and, and all of a sudden I started hearing like uh, running with the devil, oh, no. and I was like, oh, my face is white as a ghost, and I was like, oh my gosh, if the Van Halen tape is here, what tape did I just give this girl? I just gave her that one that I was supposed to give Lewis. Oh my god, so embarrassing because she puts it on. Hey Lewis, I'm in your room. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> I'm behind this lamp, not that lamp, the other one. Yeah, and she said that the next day she said that her whole family l- was laughing their ass off. They That's awesome. she she listened to it. She she had to tell her bring her brothers in, her mom and everybody. Yeah. And then she kept saying, "You should be a comedian." Like, like every time I would wow. do something, you should be a kid. So that was one of the. How old were you? Were you like high school? Uh, junior, high, junior high. So yeah, and um, it's funny. Uh, to this day, like her and her husband, like they still come see me when I'm in that area. You know? Really? Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. The last show I saw them at was um, uh, like last month, and, and it was like a lightning storm, and it was at a winery, and it was outside. Wow. I was scared, man. Like I wasn't. <laughs> it's funny. I wasn't scared to see people from high school. I wasn't scared, obviously, of the audience anymore. Right. Like that goes away quickly. But it was just that lightning and thunder and the yeah. and there was blackouts like seven miles away because I tried to pull off and use a restroom before I got there and all the power was out right. and I'm calling the promoter. I'm on my way. I'm off the 99 freeway and he's like, "Well, as soon as you get here, I got to put you right up." Because li- I found out later. He was afraid the promoter was going to be like, "Shows off! It's an act of God! I don't have to pay you." <laughs> so I was like, "Ah!" So I remember like the feature act was up on was way. I mean, this, I get there and the stage is right. like, first of all, it's outdoors under this giant tree, which isn't very safe. But that, right. I didn't even think about that till later. What I was more scared of was like how the stage was about six or seven feet high. There was these giant metal trusses with lights, <laughs> and then behind it there was telephone poles, telephone wires. And you're seeing the crackling of the yeah. flash. People are actually in there getting like sprinkled on, but they're okay with it because it's just sprinkled. Um, there were supposed to be 600 people. When I got there, there was probably 400, you know, so it's still busy, but it was like. So when the feature walks off, I go, dude, I'm scared to go out there. Yeah. And he go, I go, how did you do it? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, man, I just had my eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> he goes, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> So when they introduce, so the MC like does a couple jokes, whatever, and he goes, please welcome the party starter, Darren Carter. I go out there and it just, first of all, that light was so bright and that's so high. Nobody's by the stage. They're all like, cause you have these giant round tables. Yeah. They were all further back under the trees. They could stay dry. And I go, and I had a wireless mic and I go, guys, I don't know what they said. There was a drought in California. What is this? <laughs> this is crazy. Like, and I feel like I'm just, you know, I'm up here with this electronic talking stick. This is not a good idea. Right. <laughs> I go, I, don't, I, I have to come down there. I'm not getting on the stage. I'm going to come down. <laughs> so, and it was too high to jump off. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to jump off. And cause, so I actually took the wireless mic, went backstage, walked around as quickly <laughs> as I could. As So at one point they're just hearing me. I'm not even watching me. And I'm, and I'm on the grass in front of them and I just performed it. I go, I'm gonna stay up here as long as I can. And then as I would talk, it would go and I would like duck and everybody (laughs) would laugh and it was very frightening. And then I did about 25, maybe 30 minutes. And then it was just a crackling, the lightning and the rain came down hard. I saw about seven or eight people open up their umbrellas. And and then I saw people kind of pop up like popcorn. Yeah, And I'm like, all right, folks, show's over. We did it. I'll be inside <laughs> over there selling my CD. Come get it, you know, where it's dry. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and then I go, who works here? I looked, there was no security, no MC. <laughs> Nobody was there. one guy in the dark in the audience goes, I do. So I give him the mic, and as I'm walking, I hear him go into the mic. I was just kidding. I don't really work here. 
<laughs> it was just some drunk guy drinking <laughs> wine. <laughs> That's an awesome game. I told my friend um, about that, and he goes, you know what you should do? You should tell the people, if you want to recreate this evening, when you play the CD, um, stare at a strobe light. You'll <laughs> 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 be back in that lightning storm. But that was a wild show. That was like, you know, and that same night, the the Fresno Grizzlies were playing. That's because it was near Fresno. Yeah. They, um, I think that's the baseball team, but they uh, they canceled the game. I mean, all these events got canceled, but our show was still went well, on. The comedy, we're still doing it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it was crazy. That's so cool. What, what's like one of your like? Is that one of your like all time favorite gigs you've ever done? That was one of the as it was happening. As the guy paid me, he goes, "When we're all everyone's just wet, we're like." He goes, "This is one of those shows. When you write your book, you're gonna you're gonna mention this yeah. one, man." <laughs> you know, I got a I got a picture of it on my uh, on the Instagram. I don't know. I mean, yep. if they go to. Uh, if your listeners are on Instagram, it's uh, here's how you find me. It's official Darren Carter. So D-A-R-R-E-N, Carter, official Darren Carter. And I love to put up stuff on Instagram. I don't know. Are you into Yeah, I totally follow. Yeah, definitely follow. I love all your posts that you do. Um, I like my women, how I like mine. And then it's like a oh, yeah, I try joke to, underneath it. I try to challenge myself and I think, what can I come up with today? And and it's great because it's like it's a way of repurposing your material because like you get the joke live in front of the audience. And then if people can be at... If they can be at work and they can read something, you know, like here's uh here's one. You could maybe read this to your listeners. Uh, you want me to read it? Yeah, let, let's see here. Let's see if this. Oops. Whoa. I like my women like I like my varnish all over my wood. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women like I like my varnish all over my wood. <laughs> you got that one? Read that one right there. I like my women. I like my women like I like my pool tables. A nice rack and covered with balls. How about this one? I like my women how I like my sunglasses. On my face and shady. How about that one? I like my women like I like my chopsticks. Holding my orange chicken. <laughs> This one's timely. Look at this one right here. I like my woman like I like my Luke Skywalker holding my lightsaber and with my daddy issues. And with daddy issues. <laughs> How about this one? I like my, I like my woman like I like my GPS turned on in bad neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and changing positions. Great. And then, I, of course, you know, then I got the Comedy Magic Club. Oh, yeah. Um, I love uh, when you pull out the flashlight. That's so I, funny. I throw videos on there from Comedy Magic because it's like they got, you know. Is so it's official Darren Carter. Official, official Darren Carter. Yeah, official. Oh, and there's the lightning. That's 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 an actual. Wow, that's crazy. That, that, that's, that's from the show. Yeah, that's from the show. That's my viewpoint from the stage. That's over that's the concession. That's over the concession stand. Oh my god! And you're just telling jokes and seeing that. Just yeah, the whole the, time. The crowd can't see that, right? No, no, they can. The they. I mean, it lit up the sky. So that's intense. This is that same night. This is in Ventura. I like my women like I like my storms. Pretty, but I don't need to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, but I don't need to be in it. <laughs> that was probably more for me, that one, because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be in this. That's crazy. That's such a wild show. Yeah. It was Do you have any other, like, memorable, like, great shows or, like, a worst bomb or anything? Um, let me think. Uh, um, I've opened for... Uh, opening, for, opening for the New Kids on the Block was tough. You opened for New Kids on yeah, the Block? Yeah, that was when I was a three-month performer and i won this contest yeah and and they put me in and i didn't know the audience was i didn't even think about it but the How audience many people were in the audience they i think they said uh three thousand but they were like 
all the girls, pretty much all girls, like twelve year old girls, if that, they were all. <laughs> I would say between the ages of like five and like six. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> no, they were they were probably between like seven and like twelve. Oh my god! Maybe thirteen, but wow. that, the majority of them were really young. Yeah. They were just like, ah, you know, screaming, right? And, you know, and it was bad. It was like I remember the DJ introduced me, and they're like, "Are you guys ready to see the new kids on the block?" Yeah. Are you, you know, Wolf from B95, Fresno's Killer B, please welcome, first, a comedian. Oh, no. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Darren, what's his name again? Or whatever. <coughs> Darren Carter. And they're like, no. And I'm like, I go out there, hey, guys, it's great to be here opening for the new kids on the block. <laughs> and I said their name, and the crackles nuts. Oh, one and, of those, like, Yeah, so every time bands. I said their name, they would go crazy. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm on to something. Well, I, my idea was that I was going to do this because it's from back then. I, like I already um, told you, I was going to do this this bit where I was going to have Popeye rapping, Kermit the Frog yeah. rapping, Bullwinkle. Oh, my name is Bullwinkle. I'm a moose. Give me the mic and I cut loose because me so horny. You know, <laughs> so it's just dumb, right? So it's like all these, you know, <laughs> la, 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 you know, just all these voices from back then, and it killed. That's why I got the gig. But man, I, I my setup was all wrong. I go, hey man, I love the new kids on the block. Yeah. But I think we should replace them and put in some new people. <laughs> boo! No, no, no! Quick, quick! I, before before you boo me, just hear me out. Boo! Oh, no, we should have no. Kermit, Popeye, boo, boo! And I thought, just do it, just do it, just don't even yep. do the setup. Well, my name is Boo Winkle, and I'm uh, uh, and just I was just bombing. I got tongue tied. Oh, Thank you. Man. Good night. Yeah. And I just like, wow! I was supposed to do five minutes. And I remember the uh, the DJ goes, "Well, you made it to the three minutes." It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, "Yay!" <laughs> That's so messed up. So they must have done that to like a bunch of comics, like if they were trying to do that. Oh, yeah. he made it to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. part of this one who's made it. And also, like, just the whole contest thing. They probably were like, "Well, every band has like dancers and setup." Hey, this guy, this comedian, just walks out and does his thing. <laughs> we can. He'll be on and off in no time. <laughs> I read a lot of, like, in Steve Martin's book, he would open for, like, a lot of music acts. And it's just, like, it sounds yeah. like mayhem, you know? Because nobody's expecting it. And it's, like, a huge room. Yeah, although I think if, they're, if the audience is older, then it's it's a lot easier. Because they've been through a lot. They're, you know, they're not, like, diehard, like, right. you know. And they've been to a comedy club. Those kids probably have never yeah, been to a comedy you know, club. I, I would imagine rappers, opening for a rapper would be hard. Because people are more in a tough mindset, you know? Like, right, yeah. You know, get your corny ass off the stage. I would imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Um, I guess I don't know, but then has Snoop ever heard your? Impression? Yeah, I performed uh, for his family reunion a few times, no and they saw me at the improv, and yeah, um, he was like, just, "Hey, just make sure you keep it clean. My grandmama's out there." <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, but I opened for some bands before, like I opened for like Eddie Money, you know. Oh, okay, and, cool, um, yeah. Two tickets to paradise. <laughs> a lot of classic, ro- classic rock audiences are good because the crowds are older, you know. Yeah. I opened for. Uh, remember John Tesh? Yeah. Yeah, he was like a keyboard kind of guy. But like that was good. Like, it was a firm m- too. It's a normal awesome, crowd. Yeah. Rick Springfield was great. Oh, I went for Rick. Yeah. Uh, Dion Warwick. Wow. You Are these all like cool? in like stadiums or like Yeah, like theaters yeah. and outdoors, somewhere indoors. How do you like the theaters compared to like clubs or like other places to perform at? Um, I, like, I like both, but with the thing I, it, it almost found, sounds blasphemous, but like, the thing that's because you know you always want to do I want to do theaters right. but the thing they don't tell you about theaters is sometimes it's harder to connect with them mm-hmm. it's almost like you're telling your punchlines into a well like if they're really far away and you're like 
you're, they're like this giant body that you're talking to and and you're getting the laugh, but sometimes you're right. Yeah, yeah it's a little totally. weird, you know, as opposed to when you can actually like have an eye, you know, eye to eye connection, yeah. or or maybe even fist bump them, or just really you say something and you see a a girl link reach over and like you know like kiss her boyfriend or whatever, you know. Right, and you yeah. see that and in a theater. Sometimes it's like sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. So it's really important. I found. But I'm to sure when it's clicking on all oh, cylinders, it's great. It's oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. And then. Um, and also it's good to have like make sure you really have strong material strong bits because Mm -hmm. you know um, because you might have to do your thing and then like like for whatever reason let's say they're they you know they're just you're not getting that feedback that you really think you should be getting Um, you can't really like break away and be like so what do you guys want to talk about or (laughs) (laughs) so it's like hey you just you kind of have to memorize your stuff you know almost like a play or something in a way like for for theaters totally yeah you know um, hard to riff I'd imagine just like yeah yeah I've I've been in those situations I like my women like I like my because I'll just like just try I'm like screw it I'm just gonna try it yeah you know and it's and it's hard when like can you hear like or the people just yell them. Like, I just yell stuff out. And right. sometimes you can hear and sometimes you can't. But I never wanted to be the guy that's like, did I just hear a rocket ship? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> well, I'm going to say blasting off to Uranus. <laughs> did I just hear, you know, you're making, you know that's what I mean? my favorite when you go to like see Thank an improv you. show. They're like, when yeah. you suggest for a place? Oh, did I hear a dentist's office on a Thursday afternoon? Like, <laughs> yeah. Very specific. Yeah. That's yeah, so yeah. So I try to like, you know, um... Clubs are more fun, I'd imagine. Cause you yeah, can I mean, they're both fun, but, like, yeah, they're both fun. But, yeah, clubs, you know. I feel like every special should be recorded in a club. Like when I, I see too. Those big specials that are, like, massively shot, and the guy's just a little dot on the stage. Just, yeah. Just you know, another sense. thing, too, which I've, I've learned is, and I know this sounds funny because we're talked about a lot about voices and impressions, but. It's kind of cool when you can like get comfortable with like. Remember we said earlier like you when you when you're yourself mm-hmm. you get like the laughs are okay, but when you do that in voice, right. then they're big. It's good when you can get work past that, work through that, and be like, because I was talking on the phone today with the with the uh, another com- another comedian, and we were saying how, you know, he and I used to always like you know hit these really cool like urban rooms and and like you know like and do these urban theaters like yeah you know, tour texas and you know and my thing was always like let me just try to kill let me just try to do like you know it's one bit you know snoop dog bam, bam, bam. next joke okay let's do bill clinton sub 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 right let me do um deron what's up i'm deron let me <laughs> like a leprechaun sweeter than a bonbon bang you like a tom tom then i'm out i'm gone gone deron <laughs> hey what's up girl i'm the one you've been looking for see i would do this thing right right which is, you know, it's I guess it's comical because I'm a redheaded white guy with freckles, and I'm like walking up to the, you know, I'm the one you've been looking for. I am, I is, I was, I were, I have, has, had, do, does, do, will, shall, shall, boy, me, my must, can, cook, cause baby, I am, Dora. <laughs> so that gets a big kind of laugh. That gets a different kind of laugh than if I'm talking about my wife and my son mm. and these little cute stories. And it's hard when you go from like something that's real big and like. Hey, what if Snoop Dogg did, you know, was on the news? Hey, what's crack? You know, whatever. Right. What if that's going to get a certain kind of, like, big laugh? But yeah. it's kind of shallow. It's almost like icing on a cake. Totally. Where it's sweet, people like it, but then they kind of forget, you know, like. I don't um, know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost hard like, to go back. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're being yourself anyways. 
like when I perform and do characters, I can go to ten yeah. and be as yeah. like hyper as I wanted on stage. But when I'm myself, it always comes down like yeah. to kind of like just this, like just normal. Your narrator voice or yeah. whatever. But you know what? And in the long run, this might be funnier than doing those crazy voices. Like I listened to this interview with Billy Crystal, and he said that he killed. And when he met with this manager, this is back in New York, and when he was a young man. And the manager goes, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Wow. And he goes in his yeah. mind, he goes, what the hell does he mean he didn't <laughs> like it? You know, I thought he was going to drop Woody Allen and just manage me. Right. And he goes, what you were giving the audience was toys and games. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, toys and games. That's kind of, not saying that's a bad thing, because you'll make a living, great living doing toys and games. He goes, but give them a piece of yourself. Leave them a tip. He goes, and that might not even be the funniest part of your set. That might yeah. even, but that's the something that someone's going to think about later. You know, right. like, um, you know, like. If I talk about, you know, let's like like I said, so if I do like the silly voices or whatever, and it gets the big laugh, mm-hmm. or and you've seen comedians, they'll 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 do something that almost it's almost interchangeable. Like any comedian could do it, you know. Right. Like, no, you're totally um, right because I'll see people who are hilarious, yeah. and I'll go, "What was his name?" Like I don't even, but I'm yeah. laughing super. But hard. if you get to kind of know them, you know, like, you know, sometimes if I choose to, like, I'll talk about, you know, like being adopted or what it was like, you know growing up in a foster home and and then my mom died in prison and then I was like I gotta find her you know and 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 I thought how am I gonna find my real I mean I gotta find my dad is what I meant like Mm. um like I know I already I already knew my mom's side of the family but how it was one of those things I'm like let me put this off till later and I thought man when when I got that phone call that she died I'm like wow later is today I have I gotta start I have to what's my quest how I have to find him like just Mm. And I was lucky. I didn't have to go on the internet. I didn't have to hire a detective. Do you know how I found my my dad? Mm -hmm. I found him in the phone book. Wow. Yeah. I went back to my hometown, looked him up. There he was. And and now I'm like nervous to make that call. It's like, you know. Have you met him before? Oh, I did. No, I saw him when I was a kid a couple times. Yeah. And I I was a little afraid, uh, to be honest. Not only the whole dad thing, whatever. Like just the whole. But I also heard that. I knew he was like I don't know what kind of guy he was. I mm-hmm. knew that he was uh, a biker, like he was like into the Hell's Angels, you know, like wow, yeah. in the sixties, you know. Wow. Um, I knew he went to San Quentin for three years, so I didn't know. I'm like, who am I looking up? It's my dad, but who is? Am I opening yeah. up a can of worms? Uh, I was very lucky when I he, that was, you know, he put that in the past. Um, in fact, even when I want to talk about that stuff, he's like, ah, it's a long time ago, you know, it's uh, you know whatever. Right. So he's you know he's like he's almost like. Eh, Harley, you know, almost like like Harley Davidson, like like they're they've gone commercial. You know, <laughs> like, they've got a museum now. They've got Harley <laughs> Davidson watches. I mean, when we were doing it, it was uh, you know whatever. So it's like <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. you know. But um, but yeah. So if that I talk about trips, so you met him recently, or was it? Yeah, a while that left? was oh god, like t- 10, 12 years ago. Um, Does he know you're a comic? Yeah, yeah, dude. I told him I was a comic because I called him when I was in my hometown. The idea is that we were going to meet up for the first time after, you know, since I was a little kid. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next day and at this restaurant. And uh, he couldn't he couldn't wait. He was so excited. Wow. That he and his buddy came and surprised me and came to my comedy show. No way. And they sat in the audience. And I recognized him from the stage. That's incredible. Yeah, because I couldn't, you know, like, I remember the audience was mostly 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I look over and there's these two ZZ top looking type <laughs> dudes. In their 60s, and it's like, which one of these is not like the other? I think I even made a joke like, hey, who are these guys? And then, and then that little light bulb went off like, ding! Oh, my God. That's, it's like looking into a mirror if I was to be you know, older yeah. in a Hells Angel. <laughs> but That's like, crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, and so was he into? Did he really like, enjoy your stand up? And yeah, he was so proud of me, and it was great. And and uh, that's amazing, you know. And and it was it was uh, spectacular doing that. But like that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I mean, I don't know if I want to talk about that every set that I ever do, but it's right. like, but that sort of thing is something people would leave a show and they think about that probably more than they would like. Uh, Pee Wee Herman impression or right, an impression yeah. of Snoop Dogg or was that stuff like you know, that uh, subject matter was that like for you you said you put it back there kind of was it like too touchy to like make a hu- for a long humor time it was it? for a long time it was because you just have to learn how to be funny and then right. or you know like on, on a mic at, at 8 o'clock in Des Moines you know what I mean right, like it's yeah. one thing to be funny with your friends or even at the local comedy club or right. something but like okay you're booked here here and here and here and then you gotta like hey hit the mic hey what's up guys how are you you right. know you gotta make them laugh get them into your world and then you and then, you know now it's easier, but like you know, when you're sort of just learning how to do that, totally, absolutely, yeah. You know, now people so always say like, "Tell the truth about like everything," and I'm like, you know, I don't think they want to hear this right now. I think yeah, just, uh, exactly. three minutes. I want to try to they make them laugh, laugh once. Yeah, something. yeah, make them, you know, and then, but it doesn't have to always be something super deep. Like you know, like Louis C.K. like talks about peeling the onion, peeling the onion, and mm. getting layers. So I think in a way, I know what he means by his journey, but like, I could see a, a, a comic who. Isn't experience be like I'm going to talk about the truth, how I really feel, <laughs> right. and like you said, then where's the punchlines? You know exactly. Like, um, but even just stuff like if I, you know, the I, I find like just the interactions I I talk with, you know, like on stage, like with my wife and little things that happen, and you know, um, have you, you know, I'm not going to do the bit, but you know the thing about um, the the bit where I go boring. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So thank you. That's. That was a based on a true story. You know, we took our son to, you know, because he was really hyper and, you know, and uh, and the doctor said, you know, he may have ADD, but mm. it's okay. You know, there's a lot of, you know, it's hereditary. A lot of professions you can go into and have that. And, and so I was telling somebody that what happened and I just kind of, you know, recreated the conversation. And so the joke goes, yep. you know. ADD's hereditary, and then I go, I don't remember what he said after that, but I know it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so it feels, you know, it's cool to, like, talk about something that was real, and then you make it funny. Right, and then, yeah, totally. It's relatable, too. Like, I, know, I have a bunch of friends. I probably have ADD, and, like, that's the thing, too, yeah. with ADD, like... I think we were the same maybe when we were kids imitate cartoons right after you see them yeah. or draw them or whatever. And I'm sure right now that's like case one ADD. Like yeah. you're talking back to your TV as yeah. Bugs Bunny or whatever. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, it's like those are the creative guys. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, or, or people who can't, you know, I bet you like trucker, truck drivers or somebody because maybe they don't want to be in the same. Imagine some people don't want to do the same thing every day, right, like yeah. Groundhog Day. Some people are like, no, no, I, ADD is great for a trucker or something. Dude, or prank calls on the CB radio all day long. Yeah, <laughs> you know, prank calls, you're in a new city, or, you know, or whatever. I don't know why I said trucker, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. something that's like, like um, you know, doing podcasts, you're hanging out with new locations, new people. Uh, it's exciting, you know. Did um, you, when you were, um, when you were like starting out and, were you, was it like a transition going from impressions to like writing jokes for you or did you kind of have them both I at think the same I did time? both at the same time yeah I did both at the same time yeah what was the because yeah. I'm Cause the impressions yeah. I'm sure for you yeah. were very easy coming off but like were the jokes like kind of like hard to um, figure out or it's funny uh I'm probably not, I'm probably like a politician now, like not answering your question, but because with the ADD, you know, like, uh, boring. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like this podcast is boring. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but 
Um, I think I'm going to make that a sound bite at the beginning of do the it, show. Do That's it. Awesome. Please do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get more coffee, by the way. But I'm going to tell you something about jokes and what. I watched a friend of mine last night, uh, Mike Young. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, you know Mike Young? I love that guy, yeah. That's great. So, you know, I was talking to him, you know, like after his set. I go, what you just did tonight wasn't really jokes, but it, it was funny because it is, we're laughing, mm. but it wouldn't be like a like a surprise twist or like right. a one, Punch two, lines. three, bum bum. It was great. Like, it was just really, I felt like it was just, you know, it was just like, just. You know, he was like, "You guys ever?" He was like, "I'm from Detroit. I'm paranoid." You know, and he was just talking about being drunk, and he's like, "You guys ever go home drunk, and you start just yelling at your pictures of yourself?" <laughs> you know, you see pictures of yourself when you're 12 or 13. Look at you. You know it all. Fuck you. You see pictures of your cousins. You're like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" You know? <laughs> you're like yelling at your past at your. Pa- and I'm like, "That's funny because it's not really a." It's, you know what I mean? It's not like... A it's absurd. Like, who gets that drunk? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, a photograph. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of relatable because it's right. like... Like, I wrote a similar joke, not that I was drunk, but it was just about oh, the idea of... Uh, the idea of where I said, what did I say? Go, you ever just catch yourself out loud in the room by yourself and you're like, man, fuck you. <laughs> and my wife... Because my wife goes, who are you talking to? <laughs> and I go, did I say that out loud? Because I was literally thinking I was like... I was remembering some argument from like you know the past right. or whatever, and it's just like, so you know I, that's the way you I went. Like, oh, with that comeback, like ten yeah, years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so I. That's kind of the way you know. Like, uh, it's funny. Like, I. That's not something you you know, you write down. Like, you couldn't tweet. I mean, you could tweet that, but like, you know what I mean? Like a totally, certain, yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's. Is com- that like there's thing comedy I hear that are a like, lot, like point of view? Is that kind of what that is or not? Really? Kind of. I mean, they used to drive me up a wall. I oh, felt like I, yeah. I'm totally yeah, because I would do comedy, and then I moved to LA, and they're like, "What is your point of view?" That was a big thing going around like 20 years ago. What is your point it's of still view? Still going on here all What's the time. What's your POV? Your POV? Your point of view? And I'm like, all of a sudden, this is a math equation. Like, right? And it was the. Uh, I, then I felt like I was being phony because they were like, "If this joke doesn't come from your point of view, then it's like," and then they were like trying to like I had this manager. He was he was like, "Okay, you're you're who you are on stage. You, you got to be very vulnerable, very wide eyed, very naive." So all your punchlines should come from that perspective. And I'm like, he's trying to craft this bullshit because it wasn't like that. It was like some jokes is back when I would do some jokes. I would be, hey, I'm Duran. And right. other jokes I would be, you know. It feels like it puts you on like a like a limit. Like it gives you borders. Yeah. When you can't Because your point of view will much. come out naturally from like who you are. You know, like who you are internally. Like your beliefs, I think. Your belief systems. Like, like I know that I'm never going to make fun of, you know, like. Like uh, people to hurt them, right. you know. Like it's not something I'm. I'm not into that, you know. Like I may accidentally do that by mm-hmm. accident, but that's never my intention, you know. Now other comedians, like I'll read, I'll hear stuff they do or see, and I'm like, ooh, I would never say that. Cause, right. but, but it's still funny. But I'm just like, like this is I wouldn't do it, you know. Yeah. Maybe they would, but I wouldn't, you know. Um, I read this book once, and they were talking about point of view, and they said. Like, let me ask you, because it's hard for to, to, it's like dissecting ourselves. but, okay, the example they gave, by the way, can I take a break? Totally, yeah. Uh, and we can hit pause, and yeah. we'll come back. Okay, this will no be good. We'll all, come yeah. back with this, and so I'll, uh, remind me, it's point of view, and I read a book. Okay. And asked me about the trophy. The trophy, got it. And we'll be right back. So this, this book that I was reading that talked about the, um. The trophy? The, the trophy and the point of view, it said, like. Um, it said like so imagine different comedians if they were to win an award 
and the trophy, as they hand them the trophy, somehow like a piece of it breaks off. They're like, can you imagine, just imagine sort of what each comedian would say, like, like, if is it as it broke? Yeah, off? kind of. Like, what do you think, like, um, Rodney Dangerfield would say? Can you kind of picture, like, what do you think he would say? Oh, I can't do Rodney. But even if you hey, do, what's the matter with this trophy? <laughs> yeah, get no respect. You no respect. Win a trophy, you know. <laughs> even the wings don't want. Whatever. He'd say something like that, right? right? How about Andrew Dice Clay? What would he say? <laughs> something like that. But you can kind of see where, like. This shitty award. Right. I'm the one of the world's best comics, and you give me this. <laughs> Where did you guys get this from? The 99 cent, whatever. So that you could kind of see their perspective, their point of view. Um, That's an interesting way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, just one little art, little thing, and I thought, I don't know what I'm like. I would just say whatever came out naturally, but like. Yeah, it's like I feel like being in the moment is so much better than finding a point of like, like searching my for point a point of view, of view. I have to be the. You know, like, I don't know what your point of view is, but like, the I'm the second generation Persian, and all my jokes <laughs> is so annoying coming from, like, you know what I mean? This right. certain predictable, like, it's just, it's like comedy 101. I'm the redheaded guy who's yeah, it's naive. Like the, I'm the fat comic, or I'm the yes, Persian I'm comic. Like, uh, I mean, if it's, it comes out here and there, it's who you are. Totally. But like, you know, because <laughs> you grow too. Like your point of view is ever changing. I yeah. feel like, like it's yeah, you're exactly now. You're the married guy, or you're the you know whatever. Right. You know, I don't even know what, what would I say. Like if you were to see me, if you were just to guess, like if you were just to <laughs> that, what would be my point of view? Like if you saw um, you getting a trophy and it, and it breaks, yeah. <laughs> I like my women. I like my trophies. Broken. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, cheap. Broken. <laughs> I might. I might say that. Or yeah. Exactly. Thank you guys. Good night. Thank you. Good night. I'll be by the door. Buy my CD. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And your album just came out. Was it this past summer? Or yeah, it came out um, earlier this year. It's uh, it's called Stay at Home Stripper. It's an awesome album. And, uh, I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The. Uh, it's funny because the title's a little misleading looking back because I'm like, ah, my, the album's pretty clean, but it's mm. like the word, you know, the stay-at-home stripper. People are like, was it all like dick jokes? How about getting laid? No, no, no. It's hilarious, yeah. Yeah, when I was in Florida, they wouldn't let me hold the album up on television because really? they, they go, has stripper in it. And I'm like, <laughs> the back is a picture of me and my son. I go, come on, it's wholesome. Right, I know, but yeah. track three says stripper. I'm like, shut the hell the up. The album art on it's awesome, too. Thank you. It's cool. The uh, my cousin, he's an artist for South Park, and he, oh, he no designed that for me. Yeah, That's so cool. That one in my previous album, that Ginger's Crazy. He I did like that, that one too. too yeah. And with the stroller. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> and my first one was called uh, uh, Shady Side, and that was all about you know that that was just great about that one is I'd been doing comedy for ten years before I recorded this, so it's like yep. I'm not like embarrassed by it. Right. Like, some people are like, oh, it's my first one. I hate to. Prom-. I'm like, no, man. I'd been doing comedy forever. Totally. Yeah. Like so, I mean, if it sounds. You know, like I think I did Beavis and Butthead on there, and I think I did that Bill Clinton nice. thing, but it's still funny. It's just like you know. Have obvi- you ever actually, you yeah. since you mentioned South Park, have you ever uh, like done or wanted to do cartoon voiceover stuff? I have, man. Yeah, I have. I have. I've only done video game voiceovers. Is it fun I, or? I, it's awesome. You yeah. go into the booth, you record, you make checks. It's awesome. That's so cool. Which video <laughs> yeah. games did you do? Uh, it was called Tony Hawk Underground. No way. Tony, I yeah, grew you grew up playing that game. You did? <laughs> yeah. Or, or how about Tony Hawk Wasteland? Yeah. Do you know oh a character God. on there called Useless Dave? That sounds so familiar. Because I played like uh, Useless Dave, and there's like, but then when you get in there, they have you do like seven other characters. But right. the one that I got, you know, Useless initially Dave. booked it was, uh, he was like, whoa, dude, like he had like a little bit of a lisp, like, like, um, like. I'm gonna cut that rail and do the ollie. It's not the waist. It got bum. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> like whoa, wow. I don't know something like that. Yeah. But, um, That's so rad. I love that game. 
It was fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was funny. I, it was fun to do that. And then, and then I got to this. Is it called uh, CGI? I don't know where you put that weird suit on and they have those little dots. Oh, with the ping you, pong ball thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. I had oh, to you do, did that I too. I had to go do that. That's so cool. That was. It was really fun. And then, um, to tell you the truth, though, I bought. They gave me the video game, and they gave me a bunch of video games. Mm. But I tried playing it. I couldn't. I wasn't that good. So. <laughs> I, I, my character doesn't come in until at least the past the first level, so I never got to hear it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, try, I tried it for an hour. I'm like, yeah, screw this. Like, that game was so hard. I was like, I, I can actually learn how to skateboard and, yeah. instead of doing this game. I don't know if I was on American Wasteland or Tony Hawk Underground. I played both, so I, I was I, on one of them. Dave sounds super familiar. I know I was on one, and then I think that when it came out, it was a different title. I don't know, something like that. But it was in Woodland Hills is where we did that. That's so awesome. Mm. But I love that. Um, that's I cool. I saw that your Inside Out one. Was oh, on the video YouTube. that we did, that little parody and stuff. You played and Fear, I, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I love that. I love um, nowadays you can you can you know expand your stand up by acting and you know like you can you know rather than just waiting for you know somebody to put you in a movie you know you can do these things on your own you know which is something I would like to do more of totally yeah know. absolutely do you, do you like acting have you done a lot of like acting stuff I did acting classes I've been in like six movies um, oh cool uh, the what biggest some of the movies the biggest one was uh, Be Cool with John Travolta oh nice to, awesome yeah. yeah I got to do a couple scenes right there with them it was awesome um, I did a, a movie called my first movie was called Savage and I and had longer hair <laughs> and uh, I played like a stoner who's in jail and I it was basically a, a martial arts film I played the guy witnessing the fight, and they kept going to, you know, like my character talks to him right in the beginning. Like, I'm like, hey, bro, what are you in here for? <laughs> Whatever. And then he's, like, telling me, and I'm like, and he's, like, this crazy caveman who like, has psycho powers. Yeah. Whoa, what are you on, like, PCP? Like, whoa. You know, whatever the hell the lines yeah. are, you know? And then, and then he, like, goes, Rawr! and kind of goes through this metamorphosis <laughs> and starts fighting these people, and I'm like, Damn. This guy's out of this world, you know, <laughs> whatever. So I, I got that movie, and then I also was in uh, a lot of urban movies, you know, stuff that shows up on BET, you okay, know, like cool. uh, Love Chronicles and... Uh, Love and Basketball? No, I didn't. No. no, but like there's some big actors. And, uh, the one I did with um, Jalil White was cool. It was like oh, a, sweet. It was like a black meet the parents, you know, yeah. and, and it was called Who Made the Potato Salad? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he comes up with a scheme in this movie where he's like, you know, he's like... You know, he has me, his buddy, like break into the house, and then he pretends to beat me up, and then I got I got the burglar, so he could be the hero. And of course, the hijinks kick in when he he puts me in a headlock, and then they go nah, and then the the then the the people in the house are like nah, homie, we got this. And they push him out of the way, <laughs> and they start you know beating the crap out of me. It's weird because you're at a warehouse, and it's like a B movie, and there's yeah. really no stuntman. It's actually me on the ground, right? And they're all surrounding me, hitting me in the chest with shotguns. <laughs> and all they do is they put pillows <laughs> underneath my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, somebody could get hurt in this, you right. know, like if they get carried away. But it was it was fun. D. Ray Davis is in that movie, and a whole bunch of people are in that movie. That Who made the potato fun. salad? Who made the potato salad? I got to check that. Uh, you mentioned yeah. earlier too that you go to play like urban rooms a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I hear like like Jay Leno said like he's like I play like all the rooms. Yeah. Like why would you limit yourself to something like that? And yeah. Do you it's think like, you like know. uh, I don't know, is it like. Do you feel like a lot of comics like stick to like places where they do well at? Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, it's, it's, you get that rush, you know, like I, I just did the uh, comedy union on Sunday night. It was at the, how was that room? Is it fun? It's uh it was fun. It's, I mean, th these clubs are all different. That's what it's, it's almost right. like MMA. You get different, you know, like when I did the comedy magic club, it's once, 
you know, one type of audience and one vibe. It's totally. Per, it's great. They get salmon and, you know, <laughs> and del- you know what I mean? Like great air conditioning and beautiful sound and HD DVD of your set or whatever, like on right. a flash drive and beautiful tall volleyball people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's just like it's one type of audience, you know, like, 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 oh, well, not one type, but you know what I mean? It's that. Totally. You yeah. know, it's, it's like a beach crowd. Or yeah. Like and it's, it's awesome. And then you surfer go. Surfer guys. And yeah. Stuff. And then you go to like, you know, Pasadena at the Ice House and there it's going to be mostly Latino and Armenian and it's, you know, they're going to be like big buckets of Corona and they're there to party. And yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, and then like the comedy union, the crowd was like 99% black and, and a few Latinos and maybe a few white people, but you know, the crowd was great. Right. Like, you know, the, the air conditioning was not <laughs> the best and, uh, I didn't think the sound system was the best, but it still was good and, and everyone was cool and, and it's just, you know, did you always play like a mixture of clubs or did you kind of go in and because I'm always curious about like how material translates and like Tom Dreesen was saying like he's like Las yeah. Vegas is like the most fun place because everybody is yeah. from somewhere. And yeah. You have to and try he's to really good. So it's, it's this, he's great. So it's he has universal. so much. Yeah. When I did the Vegas, I'm doing I'm doing it um, next week. I'll be at the Tropicana. Oh, awesome. And I did it last year and I was like, this is awesome because I'm at a point now where I'm I can. I don't get nervous. Like before, I'd be like, like you know, when I was, you know, when I go to Missouri, I'd be like, oh man, I look at the crowd. None of my, none of my Latino neighborhood jokes are gonna do well. <laughs> where I talk about growing up in a Mexican neighborhood. Yikes! What am I gonna do? That's gonna, you know. Right. Or I, you know, I peek behind the curtain. You know, when I was really young. Oh my God! Everyone there's old. They're all over thirty. Right, right, right. You know, or whatever. Like, but now it's like when I do Vegas. You know, like you'll have people from Australia, people from Midwest, people from. Chicago. I mean, it's like, and I can, you, know, you have. It sounds like the coolest place to perform. It's the coolest. Of going to all yeah. those clubs individually, those people yeah. just come to you. And like, you know, you just get used to that. Even doing like late night spots, like when you do like comedy store and there's like eight people in the crowd, like you get used to that. I mean, you can, you know. Yeah. So when you do a, uh, an audience where it's smaller, you're like, I, I got this. I've done this a million times, you know. What do they say? Play to three people like it's 3,000. Play to 3,000 like it's three. Right. You know, so. And your energy is so great, uh, especially at that. And I've heard somewhere, I think it was on like a Dom Herrera podcast or something, and he said that you would open or host the sh- open mics at the Laugh Factory, like back in the day. Comedy Store, yeah. Comedy Store. Yeah, he yeah. said you had like the best energy and like just yeah. bring up everybody. And yeah, it was cool. Like, um, and you just, you, you learn to tweak things a little bit, you know, like, you know, when I was in, um, which I'll be able to do this year too. When I was in Vegas, I have this bit about the pumpkin patch and, you know, Halloween and, and like going to a corn maze. Yeah. And it's like, I thought, how can I make this a little bit better? And so on that joke, there's a lot of, um, hold on, put some chapstick on. <laughs> on that on that joke, there's a lot of, uh, I actually got to go over my notes to see exactly how it goes. But, but I remember... Um, well, first of all, I, I, I tell the audience, have you guys ever been to a corn maze? You know, kind of get them into the whole pumpkin patch thing. You know, it's autumn, it's fall. And I go, I go, it's it's kind of we we love to get into the spirit in in, in L.A., but it's it's a little harder because it's warm. You know, I mean, right. we try. We have our you know little pumpkin spice latte and our scarves <laughs> and our you know we're driving there with the AC blowing and <laughs> our sweaters and. You get out and it's like 92 degrees <laughs> and, you know, and you're just like, after seven minutes, you're getting a sunburn. Like, hurry up, just pick a pumpkin. They all look the same. <laughs> hurry, I'm getting sunburned. <laughs> you know, and I'm already orange. I look like a pumpkin. Just hurry up. <laughs> you know, and I start talking about the pumpkin, like the, the idea of going to the corn maze where you, 
you know, and uh, and there's this part where I say, uh, um, I go, it's a weird concept. You're paying to get lost. <laughs> That's so, true. I mean, next time I'm just going to save. I go, it was like, it was $45 for the three of us. And we were in there for maybe five minutes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it will also... Uh, it's a rip-off either way, because if you get lost, yeah. you're there forever. And if <laughs> yeah. you do it really quick, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, we took the the, 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 the kitty trail, because they okay. said, did you stay on the little golden hay? We said, yeah. They, well, the, you want to get off the hay, and instead of turning right, turn left. And now I'm like, oh, boy. Right? <laughs> You're right, like, oh, wow. They, the, the, well, I'm gonna, okay, do I really want to be gone for two hours? Right, like, yeah. not, not, you know. But... um. But then I, I started thinking about that concept, and then I remember getting lost, and I thought, you know, then I wrote a joke about, like, the, I think the pumpkin patch, or the, I'm sorry, the corn maze, I go, that'd be a great place to break up with a girl. <laughs> you know, you go online, somehow Google the results, how to, you know, the map of it, how to right. get out of there. You know, like a, like a video game cheat code, like, left, go right, go right, go left. <laughs> you're like, see ya, you know. It's like, you're an asshole. This isn't working. Peace. Yeah, this isn't working. Peace. You know. <laughs> see you next year. No, see you. See you when this place is a Christmas tree uh, <laughs> lot. No. But then I saw in the news there was a couple that called nine one one. You know, so I I bring that back into my act. I go, right. hey, you see this on the news, and then so then. But then there's a lot of puns on this thing. So mm-hmm. I thought, how can I tweak this? And I did it for um for Vegas, where I go uh, every time I do a. You guys, every time you every time you hear a punchline, and I point at them, I go, I want you guys to kiss, and I'll pick an older couple. That way, it looks more sweet. You know. Right. Like, like the audience wouldn't like it if it's like a hot 22-year-old right. drunk. No, they're not going to. But if it's, an, you know, how long? If, if it's a couple we've already established, they've been together for, you know, 30 years or something. Right. And it has like that. It's cool, you know. Um, although I don't like relying too much on making the audience do something because if they don't do it, then you, you're trying to get them to play along. Right. Then it's like, okay, just move on, you know. But um, Anyway, so like the joke is we're. Where I have the girl, like she's calling 911. They're like, 911, what's your emergency? And she's like, oh my God, we're trapped. <laughs> she's like, where are you trapped? A bridge and a car and a tunnel? No, we're at Mr. Pickle's Pumpkin Patch. <laughs> we're in a corn maze. <laughs> and then here comes the first point. And I go, no, it's not amazing. <laughs> and I look at them, and they kiss. And I go, <laughs> I forget how it goes. It's not amazing. I go, um, uh, I forget how it goes. Like, are you still there? Do I still have your ear? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is corny. You're on your way, aw shucks. You know, <laughs> we can't find the, we can't find the exit. Which way is the cornhole? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know. Uh, but it, it goes on and on. But there's like a lot of these punchlines like that. Like, is this the captain or is this the colonel? <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> uh, please call the cubs. <laughs> I, don't call it. I might keep the cobs in or cobs, but whatever. It's like he's playing words. Da, 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 da. And it's kind of fun to do and fun to ride, and it's like and it's in that little thing. So yeah, totally. You know, so Vegas is a pretty fun place. Yeah, because I also tried doing that bit with getting the couples to kiss. Yeah. When I did this really hard room on Melrose called the Parlor, where it's all the pretty people hanging oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, guys, kiss, and like they don't want to do it. Then then I'm just, I'm doing these puns, and right. people are kind of like not They're really. They're too cool to like participate. Too cool to laugh. And then it's just <laughs> like, <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, okay, but that's why it's good to like play all these rooms. You kind of have a vibe, right? And, you know. Um. Also, I learned if I do those jokes, those if you do like a bunch of puns, like. If you do it the wrong way, the crowd, the whole crowd groans. Oh, like yeah. If you do it too, like, 
like I don't know, like if you do it too, I think if if you do it too, too slow, I think. I guess it's got to kind of look like you're coming up with it like on the spot. Yeah, because right? if you're like, yeah, if you're like, it's not amazing. Be like, yeah, ham this it up corny. or oversell it. Yeah. If you oversell it, then they kind of like, oh. But then they may, sometimes they have fun with, with mm. it. depends on, you know. I think I did it once or I did it too fast. Oh, yeah, because I got the light and I was like, oh, and I was in the middle of it. And I was I was kind of like doing it too quick. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually one of the last times I did that bit because it didn't do that well. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, eh, because I did it too fast. Yeah. You know. Also, oh, do you have just like last question. Oh like, yeah, have you ever um, like bumped into any of your like idols growing up, like s- comedy stand-up idols or anything, or have you ever met any of them? Yeah, but it's all been brief because I, you know, like I met Robin Williams. Oh, I met, awesome. You know, I just um, Richard Pryor. You met Richard Pryor? Yeah. Oh, I, I saw, it, but it's all those are all been brief. You know, yeah. like just like at the comedy store. Yeah, comedy stores to place comedy. You know, like. Um. Yeah, Robin Williams is very kind, and he's like, "You don't mind if I go in right before you?" I'm like, "Or whatever." I'm, no, no, go ahead. Obviously, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it was so awesome. Funny it was that so he's asking, like, "Is it okay?" Yeah, like, so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah, just I don't know, just the best. Yes, um, of course you can go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. And man. it was one of those small nights where it's like the curtain was kind of shut at the improv, where like. They right. closed the room off to make it look, you know, yeah. Because there's only like 30 people there, and you know. And how long have you worked at the Comedy Magic Club? I worked there. I started like halfway through college. I'd work the summer and winter breaks, and then I graduated last year, and I came back like a couple months ago. Oh, where did you go to school again? University of San Francisco. Oh wow. Yeah. So, it's been you, fun. Um, any other questions or no? What's the what's um. Some of the stuff I can ask you off air, like, but oh, so I'll ask you anyways. Let's, who cares? Sure. So what's the <laughs> what's the name of this podcast? Sit down and stand up. That's right. Yeah. And yeah, I love I love the marketing you did with the the balloon, the little uh, whoopee cushion. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and uh, that's cool, man. Um, I love that your your setup. You can just go anywhere and just do this. Yeah. You know who's awesome? Eddie Ifs has that bus. Yeah. That's so cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. I think like mobile is totally the way to go. Have you thought of doing joining a network, or do you like being by yourself, or are you with a network for uh, your podcast? I or? message all things comedy just mm-hmm. as a total crapshoot. I never thought yeah. that, yeah. and they responded. And they're like, "Hey, like you know, we're not accepting podcasts anymore, but thanks and good luck to you." So that just made my day. I was like, "Wow, they actually like that's cool." Looked at it and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I heard Nerdist is trying to find some like they're like it's like something like I'm a geek about blank. Oh, so like maybe I'm a geek about stand-up comedy or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder is that what is that where podcast? Can we talk more about podcasting? Oh yeah. I mean, does this thing have a time limit or no? Do you have to? No, I'm good. I'm okay. good till six. What time is it now? <laughs> Let's see. Because this place closed. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Because um, I felt like I did a lot of talking, which I know this is no, a no, podcast, no. but yeah, I want to. I want you to do more talking. Like. <laughs> I <cannot>. <laughs> <laughs> Quick! If someone gave you a trophy, it broke. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was a podcast trophy. <laughs> no, where is, where is okay? Here, I was gonna ask you where's podcasting going, but like, here's here's my question. <coughs> I did 213 episodes. Um, it's been two years since we did it. Yeah, I love doing it. When we did it, we did it, we went through a WordPress site. 
Okay. So yeah. it was basically we didn't pay anything. It, it, like every month we paid nothing. Just, right. It's like basically a blog. Like yeah. WordPress because it was somebody else's WordPress site. Like right, right, right. like and he had like five different podcasts. So it'd be like backslash the Darren Carter podcast backslash da 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 podcast. So, um, having said that, it was hard to know our numbers because I had to go ask the guy, "Hey, how right. many numbers?" And he'd be like, uh, "Let me let me look it up." So it was like I had to go through this guy. Totally and I didn't like that. Um, but then we got this opportunity because there was this, this like the Nerdist and like that. There was this one called GoCast. Oh, cool. And it was yeah. shot at where they they had a recording studio at the John Lovitz Club, and. I was like, let's go over there. So I think they somehow got the feed, and then we put it over there. Yeah, that I didn't like. Is see how this is comfortable? Like it's just two people talking. What right. I didn't like about that is, you know, they they you had to do it exactly like on the hour, like from five to six. Oh, uh, because job. To, yeah. Like, yeah, like it was a job and, yeah, and clock in, clock out. Yeah, they had these BS like commercial breaks with no commercials. <laughs> so they'd be like, wrap it up. You got seven minutes. Oh, and, that's so strange. Yeah, and then you know. That's like um, everything anti-podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's just like this is anti. I like podcasting. Like I like the Joe Rogan show. It may go three hours. Like totally. Yeah. The truth of what's happening now with, you know, um, Joey Diaz. Mm-hmm. I like these podcasts where it just if it if it goes forty-five minutes, it goes forty-five minutes. If it goes three hours, it goes three hours. Now generally they're about the same length. But right. Um, I think you should totally get back into it if you really loved it. Like I, it's I so loved simple. it. I did. You just get one of these and. Did you um. The one thing, though, is, like, I kind of want to have a little bit more, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, if I had, like, just one more thing that made some money, then I'd be, like, because, you know, there was the down, like, I never really worried about the money because I said it's a hobby. And right. It, and, and the way that it paid, I felt, was, you know, people would buy my CDs because right. I, I got into their world more and they'd go online. Like, oh, let me support him. You know, I like his comedy. You know, what the fuck? You know, I'll, I'll spend nine bucks or yeah. whatever. I'm c- I've cussed a couple times on here. Is it okay? It's totally okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to go to commercial, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. Thanks for our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. No. But, um, but uh, so there was that other part of me that was like. That's you know, the thing. I don't think there's any money in podcasting yeah. until like. like yeah. I was listening to Harlan Williams. He did a 700th episode the other uh-huh. day. And he's just now like, all right, guys, if you want to kick me like five bucks. Like I never yeah. asked for any money for it. Yeah. Like, 700 episodes and Damn. now he's trying to get some yeah exactly where it's it is kind of nice when you, you hear like those podcasts that have sponsors though you know right. like we want to thank on it.com or want to thank our you know yeah have you looked into getting sponsors i tried yeah i hit up i think me undies seems like they they'd be interested i love me undies yeah. yeah he does yeah. the me undies me undies no more sweaty balls like you write like a little jingle for them oh, that's cool <laughs> what um what, uh, what kind of deal would they give you? Do they? I just sent them out to yeah. a bunch of them because I'm like not a real like show, like big time show or anything. Yeah. So I said I'll do a bunch for free, just like sort of build a real. I'll plug you guys for free. Yeah, and then eventually, <coughs> if like if anything comes out of it, it's just good practice for my end. Yeah. So. And they said okay. They said yeah, we'll forward it to our marketing team. See like you know we'll get you a response this week or something like that. So. Because I think it'd be cool. Like. I ideal. think if they saw how it sounded, maybe. Yeah. Then they'd be interested. I don't know. Or would it be cool if, like, like I mean, obviously, if they gave you money, if somebody gave you money, as opposed to like, because I know some pod, some sponsors are like, you got to go to the website and in the in the box put, you know, stand up, sit down, or right, you right, put, right. that that'd be harder because you're like, yeah, nobody's doing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You got to yeah. go do it yourself like, a thousand yeah. times. I did a it's it ice cream last week. You know, uh-huh. it's it right yeah, in the yeah. Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. I did a free plug for them. 
because uh, did they know about it? The daughter uh, went to my school. Oh, USF, cool. So I was like, hey, could I do like a free ad for you guys? She's like, whatever. Like she didn't. She's like, we do whatever you gotta do. She's but, like, handle it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice though. Did you get anything out of it? I mean, did they hear it or anything? Or? She said she was, sounded good, and her brother's like on the marketing thing over there. So I don't know. It was good practice. I feel like I've never. You never get to do an ad like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like an open mic. Or Man, anything. I hope that makes money for you, you know, or something, you know, like. It honestly just started you know. as like a hobby to like yeah. talk to people, and then I I just grown to love it because like everybody has a different path of getting into yeah. stand up, and it's so interesting. Well, like, the thing that when I say make money, I mean like, um, you know, like I know some people have a podcast, and they'll they'll you know, and then and then like maybe the guy that's helping them edit or whatever, like eventually is going to be like, you know what, like okay. Like some, this has happened where they, you know, they have to rent out studio time or something. Right. So it's like, you know, they're gonna pay a hundred bucks or right, fifty right. bucks. Some guy gets a deal. He's like, yeah, I only gotta pay, I only have to pay fifty. But I'm totally. like, God, just to pay fifty bucks. Imagine at the end of this, you're gonna have to pay someone fifty bucks to put this out there. Like, I couldn't do it. It sucks. I couldn't it's do like, it. yeah, you know. But like, I don't know. Like, it's that's the other thing. Like, I do it all in house. So that's I'm great. Editing everything. Yeah. And like, if you want to do that too, but like, I feel like. When you got you know a family and like you're doing yeah. professional stand-up comedy, like the time yeah. is also hard too because you know every episode takes like a couple hours to edit. Now, when you say edit, like do you do you just? I just go out and like if we like yeah. put the thing down for a second oh. to go get coffee or whatever. Oh, or, yeah. like, I'll do, do did you write that down like when that happened or? No, I should. That would be a yeah. much more professional way to go about it. But <laughs> I should just listen to it again They'd and be like, yeah, trophy, whatever that was. It was <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I um. Cause we didn't even edit ours. It was just like it literally was all just one take. No, yeah, which I, I like. I like for yeah. the most part the same. I just take yeah. out the like long pauses. Or oh, anything. that's good. I, I hate when people over edit a podcast, like overproduce. Like it's right. like too many musical intro. Like for me personally, like if they're like do 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 now, Darren talks about. But I hate it. I hate that crap. Right. Just, just play it, man. Like I do the intro in the beginning. Know. I hope you don't mind. No, I, that's cool. But I'll be like, "Hey, this is Darren." No, Carter. I love intros at the beginning. Yeah, right? and then yeah. that's it. Then it just I just goes didn't do it because I didn't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I got to put it in GarageBand and do something." Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's two mics. You have the Zoom. You get the Zoom recorder. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to Jason Collins actually this morning, and he was looking this up on Amazon. I think it's like two hundred bucks. Oh, cool. I have something similar, but I got a Olympus LS10, but it's not. Like this. This is the one I've seen most well, common. Those are great too. Yeah. Yeah. Did that give you any headache or anything? Was it pretty easy? No, but it doesn't. I don't think it has these kind of plugs for those. Oh, okay. Those two mics like that. You know, Omid Singh. I was talking to him a while ago, and he recorded his special on this. Like wow. that's how good these are. I guess his his uh, his CD. You mean? Yeah. Or? Wow. He just, like, put it in the room. I mean, a guy like went back and touched it all up. Oh, he put stuff, it in. He he connected to the board, or just put it on stage, or. Uh, I think he probably connected to the board to get the mic, you know. Wow. And all the audience mics, but these wow. things are pretty awesome. I, I've been happy with the quality. And so you, so it's on SoundCloud. So does it count how many downloads you get? That's the thing too. Like I use, I used to have it just on YouTube, which was great because I could see like how many hits it was. On getting. YouTube. Yeah, which it makes no sense because it's video, but yeah, audio. How, how but do you put it, it on YouTube? I just uploaded the picture of me in the comic like this, and then I put oh. the audio. So it wasn't like you couldn't watch it, but you oh. just put it in the background or whatever. Yeah. But it was great because I could see how many people were listening. And then on SoundCloud, it gets half and half because half of the people will go to get it on the podcast app yeah. or iTunes, and then half the people will go on SoundCloud. So I feel like those numbers just split in half. So on YouTube, you'd be like, oh, I got like 300 views. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, 
How many views did you get? I mean, or was it... it varied. Like, if the yeah. comic was shared, it would help a lot. Like, it would did, go... Did up. you just get bummed out? Like, that's the other thing, too. I would say, like... Here's another downside for me. Like, I love podcasting, but the, the I did spend, like... I would say like a lot of done a lot of time, but like time like I wonder what my numbers are. I wonder how many people are listening. Right, yeah. And I'm, I feel like looking back, I'm like it's kind of like why do I? I don't. It doesn't matter. I realize you can't do it because you'll just like rack and you can't control it. Like, yeah. Like I did a one with Ian Bag, went yeah. over a thousand. I never thought I would even you know get more than a hundred on yeah. any of these things. Yeah. And then I did one with Brian Kylie that I was super proud of, and you know he talks about how he's writing jokes and right, stuff. Right, right. And it was really interesting if you're like a writer type. Nobody listened to it, and I was so bummed. I was like, "Guys, like, you know, he's, yeah. a, he's a professional writer for Conan I know, and stuff." I know, I know. It's, it's really hit or miss. I feel like you and can't. Then you just never know. Like, maybe it's just the way the things were. Like, maybe it was, you know, I oh man, I put that out like on a Friday, and it was a three day weekend. No wonder I got so many v- right. listeners. Or Some comics are really like when they share it, they yeah. totally know like when to do it because I'll see it just like blow up. They're like, like, yeah. like Moz was like, "I'll you know, I'll retweet it for you." And I didn't see him retweet it for a few days. And they retweeted it at some crazy time where, like, you know, it was at the top of his Twitter and, like, a bunch what of people What was the time, saying, I wonder? Like, what? I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it's not even, like, on purpose. But, oh. like, <laughs> it, it, he's just probably like, oh, I got to, like, retweet this. But oh, he's like, crap, that's one of my lists to do. <laughs> yeah. I've just seen some people do it, and they'll, like, I'll just see it the next day. It'll jump up, like, 200 Well, views. I know if I put a picture on Instagram and I'm up too early, like, even if it's, like, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I post it, it doesn't get as many likes as if I put one out, like, right now. Like, because yeah. I think now everyone's awake and everyone's, you know, they're... I feel like when people are on their lunch break or something, like, you have yeah. to think of, like, a work schedule. Like yeah, lunch break on or, like... comics yeah. aren't on the same schedule. <laughs> I know. How many times have you thought of something hilarious at 1 or 2 in the morning, you tweet it, and <laughs> <laughs> nobody sees it? If, yeah. if I don't get any favorites or retweets, I'm like, delete! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to post it again when everyone's awake. Right. And then, yeah. it, and then, and then you're like, eh, they still didn't like it. Screw them. <laughs> also, you know what's a little frustrating when it comes to that Twitter world is... I feel like people, I feel like people just are buying these bots and have these fake followers, and mm-hmm. so it's like, when you don't do it, I mean, it's just it's just human nature. It's like, like you, know, you can totally do that by way is buy a bunch of fake followers. I know. My wife was telling me like there was some comedian, and I looked and he had like seventy thousand followers. I'm like, wow. And then I, I looked and I was like, well, he's following you know seventy thousand right. people too. So it's a direct correlation to like how many people. So like they could have seventy thousand followers, but yeah. only like ten people like their stuff at a time. Like that doesn't yeah, make any sense. I know. It's like, but I think you know what though. She was saying she's like, she's like maybe you should do that because she, my wife likes to listen to podcasts and she mm-hmm. was saying how this one actress was talking about you know she did a movie and she wanted all the she goes she goes I had to get a Twitter account. They were like you got to get a Twitter account. And they were telling the other actors, like, or no, when they hired people, they said if they didn't have so many, like, a certain amount of followers and they didn't, you know, wouldn't put them in the movie. I'm like, wow, that could be holding you back. Yeah. That's, you know? I have no idea why that would even be It's kind of weird, but it's kind of, I kind of see it a little bit. Like, I, unfortunately, because part of me is like, is the, is the, you know, on the, on the victim side, we're right. like, what the hell, man? <laughs> but think about it. Like, on the other side, you know, I get a little, like happy when like like at that boxing gym i was telling you about like there's this one guy that like he's you know i see him box i'm like oh that guy's pretty good like he's got a lot of tattoos mm-hmm. you know and then and then he's really like he looks like a tough guy like he's like you know he's good at boxing pop 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 boxing boxing yeah. and then uh, i saw him on uh like instagram and he had like sixty thousand followers dude that's so crazy and i'm like this guy is legit yeah but if he had like 
11 followers, I would have been like, oh, yeah, he's just like some street tough guy. Well, no, I'm in like that but too. Like when I saw they had that many followers, I'm like, oh, maybe he is legit. You yeah. Know? Like, it's weird, huh? Like, I'll be in my yeah. class, like at Groundlings or something, and I'll yeah. add people from the class, and they're just like your peers, right? But then you go home and you're like, oh, this person's a model. They have like 500,000 followers. Yeah. Like, What's going on? Yeah, it's wild. Like, but then again, see. See, I don't know. Here, as long as this puts you to comfort, no matter how great your joke is that you tweet, yeah. if a girl posts a picture of her like in yes. a bikini, she'll beat you no matter what. <laughs> I know. I know. And say something pot like, live, laugh, love. Yeah. yeah. 100,000 likes. You're racking your brain like, here's a yeah. joke I wrote about You're boxing. You're sweating yeah. on a chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Drinking coffee, just pouring it. Uh, what what's funny? What's funny about boxing? How can I squeeze some comedy? I'm in this <laughs> boxing gym. There must be something funny about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 it's funny. I did. Actually, you know, that, that's another thing, too. When... You know, you you write about your life experiences, like you know, joining that boxing gym. I came up with some funny, yeah, ideas. You know, just just some random. You know, it started out like this because I I'm a, I love playing chess. Chess is oh I awesome, just, yeah. I love playing chess. So I'm you know, not that I'm even that good at it, but I play every day. You know, I play on chess.com, and my brother-in-law plays. His kids play. Like his kids are in tournaments. They're like five and eight years old. They love chess, so it's big in our family, and um. I go to this boxing gym, just on my normal, like, everyday walk. I knew that it was over there. Yeah. And when I walk in, they had a, uh, a chess board. Like, a, you know, it's the vinyl roll-away one. It's about as big as this table here. Right. It's, it's the competitive size one, green and white, checker. Classic, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I love this. Like, uh, so I, 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 right when I walk in, I go, hey, mind, can, I, can I just watch for a little bit? And they go, oh, yeah, sure. So I'm looking around for, like, maybe 20 seconds. And I go, chess. <laughs> I love chess. <laughs> Oh man! And I start talking about chess now, like playing speed chess. Yeah, like, like they're called, you know, bullet games or blitz games. Like, oh, because here's the thing: like when it was with speed chess, like I'm not that good, but it, but if uh, the one minute games, I'm I'm I, I'm I have better chance of beating someone because because I'm quick. I'm right. You know, I'm not saying I always win, but I but I'm pretty good at the one minute games, at least online. Yeah. And so I'm talking like this, and I can tell. And the guy goes, "Uh, you want to play a game?" I'm like, "Oh, sure, I'd love to." And, uh, you know, but it's a little intimidating because it's a boxing gym. Right. And uh, he was playing white. I was playing black. Uh, for people that play chess, they know white goes first. And I kind of told him, I go, you know, I don't even know if this is good. I said, but I notice a lot of people, they tend to move this pawn first. I go, I, I found if I move this pawn, it kind of throws people a little bit. Yeah. Long story short, I beat him, right? Wow. <laughs> him. Yeah. And it's just because he didn't see something. He didn't see this one move. And I'm like, if he if things go my way and he doesn't see that, I'm going to win. So, of course, you know, my bishop goes across the board, takes out his rook. And and then we keep playing. And then it was funny. His demeanor changed, too. And and um, at one point, he had, like, two pieces left. Yep. And I had, like, eight. And I was just basically going to put him in check. And then and he, go, and he goes, he said something like, oh, man, like, I just didn't see that, that rook. And I said... Do you just want to call it? And I meant like, <laughs> just want to call call the game. Like this right. is, you know, anybody thought I was talking trash. And he goes, because I go, I go. Do you just want to call it? And he goes, Hey, listen to this guy. He goes, What do you call this? And they're like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like, No, no, no. I was just like, Oh my god, you know. And uh, so then we ended up like, you know, he was basically, te- you know, like like we wrapped up the game. Right. And. Uh, and so I was, I was thinking about, like, I could probably turn that into a joke where I'm like, hey, how much are boxing lessons here anyways? 
Yeah, they're 50 bucks an hour, but for you, the first one's free. You <laughs> we'll know. call it. Get in there, Ginger. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so, so there's, you know, so yeah, like that. And then I wrote a joke about boxing. I said, uh, I go, I got into my, I go, um, how's it go? I, uh, I, go, I started boxing after my first fight. I picked up running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more my thing. <laughs> Sprinting and doing, the, and kind of ramping up to long distance. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> AC in three miles. <laughs> no. um, so the, I might work that joke. I put that as a meme, and it got a lot of likes. Yeah. You know, like picked up boxing, da, 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 sort of running. Another one I wrote because um, I've only sparred once, mm-hmm. and it was great because the guy, you know, he could have demolished me. But there, it was—it's like playing with your dad. Like, right. you know, like I'm like a kid. Like he would just tap me rather than like you know. But it was fun. Yeah. But there, there's something about like, you know, like punching another human being. It's kind of weird. Like I mean, it's one thing if we're because a lot of times we're just, you know, glove to glove. Right. There's a few that I actually like went through the hands and, and hit him in the chest. And when I hit him in the face, and it's just involuntary. Yeah. I go sorry like that. <laughs> 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 and uh, and he's like, no, it's okay. But then for the joke, I go, uh, I will say he did not extend me the same courtesy. <laughs> 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 but it's true though, like like you know, because a lot of times we're just hitting hand to hand or right. arms. Or, but it was it's kind of weird when you actually punch somebody. You're like. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was like, because like, I was like, sorry, you know, like I didn't mean, you know, like I mean, I, you know, obviously that's the point, but that's you so know, but yeah. So there's that, and I don't know. I'm gonna. I uh, sometimes they say stuff in there, and I'm like, oh, I should write that down. Like that's kind of funny. Like that's totally yeah. Like and it's super relatable too. I feel like, like a lot of people. Yeah, the coach says a lot of stuff. That's like <laughs> he talks in little rhymes and riddles that are funny. I'm asking for a workout, not a work over. You know, because <laughs> you know, these guys are going nuts. Um, right. One time these guys were sparring and they were talking trash, like cursing and stuff. I'm like, you know, and, and, I, and I go, this is fight's exciting. Yeah. That's what I say, because I don't know shit about sport, you know, boxing. I'm still learning. And, they, and he looks at me and he goes, their mouths are getting more of a workout than their fists. You know? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And then one time um, the coach told me, um, Keep your hands up because you're always supposed to keep your hands up, blocking your chin. Like right, right. even when you punch, like I'd want to like drop it down and then punch. And he goes, uh, "I go, my arms. Are, I go, but my shoulders are sore. It's better to have a sore, sore shoulders than a sore face." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just stuff like that, you know. Totally, I feel like yeah. you could do like 15 minutes on just boxing. Yeah, and I feel like you could even throw. Popeye voice, like, like, and then I turned into Popeye all of a sudden, like, <laughs> oh boy, all right, I'll see you here. I know, don't blow me down. Well, you know what's funny is I was trying to show my son good nutrition, so I, I was showing him like, these Popeye cartoons, you know, like, hey, look, he eats spinach, you know, you should eat your spinach, right. and make you strong. And best cartoon, by the way, I just rediscovered it, it's the greatest cartoon, it's awesome, it's isn't so it? It's like, oh, Plutus, Pluto, um. Oh, all the adventure time and stuff, I feel like is copying Popeye, like yeah. all that new yeah. cartoon and stuff. Yeah. Um, so my son the other day was like, I'm Superboy. <laughs> and he goes, you're Popeye's brother-in-law. <laughs> like, what? Where did that come from? I don't even get to be Popeye in my own home. I'm Popeye's brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, give me a can of... Uh, kale. Uh, kale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, what could he be? He could be like not really a sailor. He's more of a, you know, Marine Corps. He's just yelling. <laughs> yeah, I'm Popeye's brother-in-law. Maybe he's not even married to. Maybe he's like Olive Oil's brother. You know, like yeah. the skinny one. <laughs> oh, oh, Popeye! I'm Popeye's brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I love being a dad and I love being a comic. And I try to, it's fun to combine stories, you know, of your life and, you know, get it out there. And Absolutely. It's, it's super exciting when something works like that. You're like, ah, oh, yes. That must be a great feeling, yeah. Just interweave both of them into one. Yeah. I have a story I haven't done in a long time. Um, cause it, but it's a little different. It's yeah. A, this one's there's a lot of cursing on this one. That's okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I should go through my notes to remember exactly how it went down, but it's a... You can if you want. We can edit it. Um, I remember... I'll just say how... I don't even know if this... I haven't even... I've only said this on stage like five times. Yeah. And I'm like, this is something funny, but I don't... Um, it's it's uh, it's a real story. Let me see. I was at the. Uh, uh, I remember I just got back from the road, and I was having a tender moment with my son. My wife goes, "I'm gonna go to the bank." I'm like, "All right, cool. We'll be at the grocery store, and we'll we'll meet up in like five minutes." Yeah. And uh, and so I remember like his little shoe came untied, and I'm untying his shoe, and we're goofing around, and like I remember we were just having the time of our lives. Like he was doing his little from my act, the Armenian baby bit, you know, yeah. get in the, get in the stroller. That's not Mercedes. You know? <laughs> so we're goofing around and joking around. And so I'm tying a shoe. I remember these, uh, what was really odd is these two like girls walk by, look like daytime strippers. I mean, one had a bright neon form fitting <laughs> dress that was very short. And the other one had like thigh high, like leopard skin. I mean, they looked really, it looked like yeah. out of central casting for hooker one on one. Or it looks like I mean this isn't like Las Vegas, you right, know, right, like right. at two in the it's morning. This place. is like, you know, suburban neighborhood in Burbank, and it's just very out of place. And so we're t- I was tying a shoe, and he's looking at these ladies, <laughs> and one of them, oh yeah, sh- the other one with the neon, she had her she had her high heels off, so she was walking around, Uh-oh. holding her shoes <laughs> like it was you know like the, the club just got let out. Yeah, but this like it's like one in the afternoon, and my little boy, he goes, look at her, Dad, she's not wearing shoes. <laughs> You know, he's big on that. Like, you got to wear shoes. You know, mom says you can't be walking around <laughs> dirty feet. And and the lady heard, right? And she's smoking, by the way, too. And she goes, but it's no big deal. But she, the, the one of them, she goes, that's right. You know, she goes, you got to keep your shoes on, kid. And listen to your parents stay in school and don't smoke. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. And they walked away. And it was cute. You're like, all right. So, I, so I'm thinking, okay, this is a teachable moment. Yeah. Because as they walk away, and he goes, really, dad? I'm like, yeah, listen, see what she said? She go, you got to don't smoke, listen to your parents, and wear your shoes. Otherwise, you'll be walking around <laughs> shoeless. Know, shoeless like <laughs> she is, you know? And, you know, and I'm kind of like pointing at, you know, this one and that one. So, you know, stand up. We walk into the grocery store. Well, apparently this other girl, some random woman, uh, had witnessed this whole interaction. Oh, really? but couldn't hear any. She just saw mm-hmm. he and I. Pointing to a girl. Pointing his girls. <laughs> And then getting up, and so when I walked in to the grocery store, the lady she just she's just giving me the the, the stink eye, the evil eye, oh, no. and then she she uh, she looks at me and she goes, "Do you always look at women like that when you're with your son?" Whoa. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, what? I go, no, 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 no. Oh, I realize what she, I go, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't, I go, I know what I saw. Oh like she cuts it God. off, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, listen, you're jumping to conclusions. No, I know what I saw. You men, you look at these women and you're bad examples. And I'm just like, she's like jumping in my, and I'm like. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. And I know, and I, and I, uh, it's funny, like, 
And you can't sit there and explain, be like, well, no, she had her shoes off, and then she yeah, said, yeah, my son, don't smoke, son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. My wife was like, you know, you got to keep your shoes on because there's, you know, the dog poop right. is on the ground, and, you know, you got to, you know, there's a little bit of OCD. You can't be walking around with, like, this germaphobic, you know. It's, yeah, yeah, you can't it's explain weird. It, yeah. For some reason, it just really pissed me off that, I, like, this, this way this lady, like, made these assumptions about our situation. Mm. And I was like, I go, I go, listen. I, I said, uh, and I try to explain. I go, I'm with my son. Those two, and, I'm, and then she just sort of cut me off, and and and, um, and she goes, I know what I saw, but I have it in my notes exactly what she said. I forget what it was, but anyways, long story short, so, and I know you're supposed to say like that's your opinion or mind your own business. Right. <laughs> do you know what I, do you know what I said? Which? I said, shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> And I gotta tell you, it felt great. <laughs> it felt great. I never did that before. Like, it was just, it felt great. Yeah. And then she looked at me like in shock, like, "Oh no, do you talk that? Do you kiss your mother with that mouth?" <laughs> and then I'm just like, and then my, <laughs> and then my, uh, and then my son said, he said, like he, I forgot he was there with me for that blind rage, <laughs> and he goes. And he goes, fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I go, Austin, no, no, no. You can't talk like that, you know. And so, like, that lady just kind of, like, went away. And it was just, like, really weird. And, you know, and, and uh, yeah, so I w- I've been wanting to tell that story, like, on stage, you know. But, but part of me story, is, like, I got to curse and yell. And, and there's so many know. jokes, I feel like, in between the yeah. find, you know. Yeah, because I want to tell her, like, you know, for all she knows, I could have been my son's mom. She doesn't know what that situation. Right. I could be a single dad. This guy, How does she know this is my son? Maybe I'm a babysitter. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just weird, you know. That's a hilarious just like scenario. You know what's weird too? What? Like, like. so that was, I want to say like a, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm obviously living, you know, in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I guess that girl lived in the neighborhood. Long story short, she found out I was, a, she, she wrote me an email. No She way. emailed me like a year and a half later. The girl at the grocery store? Yeah, the one that was mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay, wow. She, she, she found me through my website and stuff. Oh, and she, no. And she apologized, basically. Oh. She's like, hey, I was really, you know, I, I was out of line, but what I saw maybe wasn't what I saw. And I right. really, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that was kind of nice that, you know, I, you know, I accepted her apology and I just, I, and I didn't want to keep going back and forth. So I was right. like, you know, like, hey, it's okay. Let's, you know, here's two tickets to my next show. No. <laughs> I was just like, hey, it's, it happens. It's okay. You know. I accept your blah, 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 blah. Right. And I told somebody about that. And they go, maybe, they go, it sounds to me like maybe somebody went through like an AA program or something. And that's one of those steps the where you have, to go, you have to go back and apologize to people. But it was really, it's wow, really a weird thing to have an interchange with. For me, like, that's I'm not confrontational. And then, like, right there. The fact yeah. that she came back to and found you. You think like, I should leave online? that part? Should I put that in the story? If Somehow, I ever? like, if you can, like, yeah. find Because that's hilarious that she would go through all, all that trouble. And she remembered your face, obviously, like from a grocery store. Yeah, where she was one day sitting on a couch somewhere, and she's like, <laughs> "That's the guy. That's the dad. The dirty dad." <laughs> her reaction to watching you on like, yeah, I TV think would be I hilarious. Think maybe like her sister might have worked at the store or something. I don't know. Oh, okay, like, word got around about as a comedian, and she found me and whatever. But that's a great. I think you should totally start trying that out and on stage. That's yeah. such a funny story because like, yeah, it's, it's true. Totally, it different. happened to you, it's, yeah, and it's, it's so true. bizarre too. Yeah, I want to make sure it's really funny before, like, I mean, I guess it is funny, but it's, it's funny, like, because yeah. part of me is like, especially if I do it locally, like, what if she's in the audience one day and she's like, that's not how it happened. Ah. Now I don't even know what she looks like anymore. Well, but like, like, well, comedy's not like the truth. <laughs> it's not exactly the truth. All right, bitch, this ain't court. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't a documentary. I'm obviously beatboxing, I have a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you yeah. so much again th- for meeting me here today. I really <laughs> Thank really you. Appreciate this it. will be like a mini series. I'm like, no, let's keep it going, man. <laughs> keep it going. No. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right, buddy. You are listening to Sit Down with Stand Ups, and it's boring.